We're off script with Michael Stevens and Eric Rizzuto. What's going on, guys? Hi. You guys can say crisscross applesauce in these seats if you want to, because you don't have to run the prompter with your foot. Oh, I. Yeah, you gotta keep this PG. Yeah. At least maybe yeah. PG thirteen, just a touch. I don't know if I can say that. What is the best insult you've ever given someone? But don't swear, because I don't want to have to edit this out. I've never been a normal person, so everything is always different before. Don't give me that face. So this is bean boozle, all right? So there's jelly beans in here. Thumbs up. Oh, that's dirty dishwater. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is weird. This it's is a little weird. weird. I'm not gonna lie. We're, we're, we're sitting at we're sitting at the four setup, but we don't have a teleprompter. We don't have to use our paddles. Right? We're being interviewed. This you is weird. guys can sit crisscross applesauce in these seats if you want to, because I mean, you don't have to run anyway. the prompter with just your these foot. chairs for I anybody. For honestly, anybody who doesn't know, these chairs are terrible. Oh, they I'm, really are. I'm curious if that's even possible. Get comfortable. Oh, I. Good job. Hey, this is actually not bad. And immediately we're transported to second <laughs> this is, grade. This is, this is not bad. This is actually really like good on my back. The rest of the week. This is good I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. just waiting for you to get to us. Yeah. <laughs> in you particular, me. You guys are number me, two yeah, on the list. I'm running is, through the people. We're so important. We are. We're so Haven't important. you ever heard first is the worst, second is the best? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Third is. Okay. No, that's nothing on my bronze. MTM squad that right. I interviewed Third first. Third is bronze. I'm going in chronological order <laughs> because you anchor Good Day in the four. You anchor the four. You do eSports. You do weather. You guys are busy, busy. guys. Busy, hats. busy. Hats all yeah. around. Lots, lots of hats. Lots of hats. So just, just a hat rack at this point. Yeah. <laughs> find me a hat. I'll wear it. Yeah, find me uh, a hat. I mean, to be honest with you, and I don't know how many people actually know it, the 13 and a half years that I've been here, I've never lived out an entire contract. That's because there's always a hat added to me before the contract <laughs> ends. I believe it. Because MTM, when I first started, was five to nine. Mm -hmm. And so a year, year and a half into it, we got the extra half hour. And we also got radio stuff. So each time they, you have to write up a new contract because there's <laughs> added stuff to it. And with the most recent one, Lifestyle Hosts, Esports correspondent <laughs> slash meteorologist. They're like, yeah, we have to rewrite your contract. I was like, there's another one. Yeah, so, yeah, 13 and a half years, I've so never lived out an entire contract. Yeah, so oh, many let's hyphens. Let's just keep that going. And like you said, <laughs> just keep putting. <laughs> you wear multiple hats. Make I was fire actually, marshal, right? <laughs> Might as well, Michael. I'm looking at your hat now. You didn't cut the ear holes on this hat, like because they the actually got one. a hat that fits. Oh, okay, nice. so explain yeah. the situation. Eric, so, I don't know if you've seen yeah, Michael's Yeah, I saw, hat. I saw, okay. I saw his. So I, saw his I mean, backwards hats have always been my thing, and so when 910 got hats, I incorporated it into my brand. His look. look. My look. No, but when I, you know, ha having a hat on, you usually push it down. But kids nowadays wear hats like this. I hate it. I I'll do be too. Honest. Absolutely hate it. What's but the point? Looks the dumb. thing is, they make them deeper now because of that. And so when you push it down, it rubs on the back oh, of your ear. You can't be having that. No. That, uh, no. So those last hats that 9 and 10 had, I cut the ear holes out of them. And so they fit on my head. <laughs> and no one saw it because when I wear my headset gaming, you can't tell. You can't tell. But when you're walking around normal, there's the ear holes so cut out. Honestly, genius, though. you got to do what's right for you. But, yeah, these ones, that they, when we rebranded, they got new hats. And these ones fit like normal hats. So I don't have to cut the ear holes out. Well, I'm glad that you can wear that yeah. today. We're comfortable. We're not on air. Yeah. I do have to get into the mindset that this actually is work. This is being recorded. Other people will be watching this. I do feel like we're just hanging out. So that is something that I have to keep reminding myself of as Correct. we're sitting yes. here. But yes. we got to keep this PG. Yeah. At least. Maybe yeah. PG-13, just a touch. Also, Michael, you don't have to look into the camera. We're going to pretend like those I'm aren't there. I'm addressing the camera. <laughs> 
You don't understand. This is what I do for everything. We're, it's 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 it is difficult to not. Hello. Yeah. Right. How are we doing? Right. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny. People are like, "Are you ever nervous before the show or anything? Or nervous about what's going on?" And it's like, "Well, you're just talking to the camera. It's yeah. not like there are." That's what people, people understand. Out there. I'm terrible at public speaking. I can't speak worth a crap in front of people. Mm -hmm. But you give me a camera, I'm fine. It's Easy. it's the Easy. it's the ability to tune things out. Like whenever we have guests in, I I try to give them a pre-interview spiel just you know try to make them comfortable and the first thing i say is ignore, ignore all of this mm -hmm. and it's so much easier said than done we have lights everywhere yeah. you're mic'd right. up camera staring you right that's in the what face. makes great hosts though if it, you can make them yeah. forget about forget about it else, that's and, a good and i think you do yeah. it. i think it's so just part of your personality just exactly. so warm and welcoming both of you guys and Dissing, that's what you need yeah to yeah. just get them to engage with us as mm -hmm. opposed to their surroundings. Their surroundings. Yeah, it's just a different world for them. It is. It is. The more conversational you can make it in just, hey, the more of a good time we have, the more of a good time they're going to have. Ignore all of this and it's going to be great. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something that you guys both do in your roles every single day that people don't see. You know, people see you guys on TV for an hour here, or an hour there. Our viewers have no idea what you really do oh, all day long. So let's get into it. I don't care who goes first, but just kind of run me through a day from when you walk into the building oh, to when you walk Ooh. out of the building. I remember both nine start, to five. Yeah, off. So it's nice. But yeah, we have nine to five jobs. But which in TV, that's not heard of. Yeah. No, no, that's, we're very, we're very lucky with those schedules. But I mean, you're, you're all over the place. So why don't yeah. you start us off? Um, so <laughs> Eric's currently living with me. Yeah. So we leave the yeah. same place Roomies. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. roomies. <laughs> um, send Kyle off to work. My alarm goes off at 7.30 now. Used to go off at 1:30, but it's 7:30 now. Nice. Oh, that's much more pleasant. Oh sounding. yeah, way more pleasant. Um, <laughs> the sun is up, the birds so are chirping. Kyle's getting ready for the day, um, but I get up 7:30. She's just about ready for her drive to Houghton Lake, so I'll get her lunch packs, get her set up, and sent out the door. Good so cute. Wow. <laughs> so cute. And then right behind her is Eric. Oh yeah, there's surprises. There's cookies and lifesavers and stuff like that. Um, but then I go fresh. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Keep fresh. Then I go take a shower. <laughs> So that's about 8.15-ish. Get into work around 9, but I have to bring uh, my backpack. You noticed it the other day. Yep. That has my hard drive and everything that I have to do because my computer and everything is very different. I've never been a normal person, so everything is always set up differently for me. <laughs> so I have to bring everything that I do at home because half my show stuff is from home. I get here at 9. I start working on my 1UP XP show, um, my gaming show, 11.30 or so, get ready, do the noon, and then... Do the noon, twelve thirty. Get dressed back into normal. To do the noon, I mean, there's so much work that so you have to do on. The, the thing is with the noon and four weather. So that's where you know before MTM, I had to get in, I had to forecast, I had to put everything together. And morning and evening is when you really have to forecast and see new stuff coming in. Mm -hmm. MTM, unless there's something moving in that we didn't see there, to the noon, there's not much changing. So I don't have to change much. I update the website, look for maybe update some graphics if something's dra dramatically changed, but usually Haley has a forecast right on, so there's not much that I have to do. Mm -hmm. So I come in, do the scripts, um, you know, fish and game, all that jazz, make the graphics ready, and then me and David do a half hour show. And then at 12.30, I get dressed back into my street clothes, and from one to three, I'm working on the 1UP XP show again. So I might have interviews with colleges or pros or anybody that falls under the video game umbrella, or I'm currently slicing and dicing my show to get it ready for air on the weekend. 
Um, at 3 o'clock, I come in here. Tom is currently forecasting because he's doing the evening stuff, updating. And then I put all the numbers and all that update the slides and stuff for him, kind of an extra hand. Um, and then 3.30, I go back and get dressed for the 4. And then at 4 o'clock, the lights go on for the 4. And I have my weather set up um, with graphics that I'll run through the show. But I also sit here and host with this amazing guy. So we run through scripts as often as we can but clearly my day is pretty jam-packed yeah. yeah um there's not time for now a lot of this will change come june-ish um of 23 um because th then i'll have more freedom from the weather side of things so i can help more with the force so i can go shoot stuff um as you know in the kitchen inside the kitchen was your thing um, that has been placed with me now, which Yay! is awesome. I can't wait to enjoy all the amazing food. I've already got restaurants listed. And he has already promised he will be bringing things back, back to share. If Good. I can, if I can yes, help Yes, that myself. is how you quickly become an office yes. favorite. I'm so <laughs> yes. excited for you, Michael. I know, you that'll be fun. The that'll be super perfect good. person but to pass the torch to. the thing to. is, you know, um, working with me for so long, that I'm a very laid back, very, you know, not newsy, evening news kind of guy. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a personality to it. So... The four only seemed smart, and they were like, yeah, why don't we just hire him into the seat? Yeah. I was here for almost a year anyway in the seat, so they're like, makes sense. And it then does. a lot of the stuff it goes hand-in-hand hand with it. Inside the kitchen, makes sense. The, yeah. All these other things, these lifestyles types of things, I can easily go out to anybody around northern Michigan and strike up a conversation with yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, why not? So that's the gist of my day. And then every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I also stream video games on nine and tens socials so that's not part of work per se but i use a lot of that stuff for the show which which you know a slight i guess this isn't too much of a shameless plug because i'm plugging for michael not for myself but like one of my favorite things about his streaming is like i'll i'll join <laughs> i'll join and just like we'll we'll have like nine of us just ripping on everything in the chat room Amazing. and it's it's I, I would say the chat the chat for his streaming is equally as fun as watching him play. It's just the the characters in there are so fun, and it's just a good. So, give it, give it a watch. Join the chat. Have some fun. It's funny how yeah. uh, how many people from work now are daily stoppers. Yeah, Michael Benson's in there every night now. <laughs> Benny, I love that. Yeah, and so I mean, it's it's funny because a lot of people don't understand it until you sit there and you yeah. actually, you know, then you're like, Oh my God, this is awesome. It's, so, it's the equivalency of going to the bar with a bunch of your friends, <laughs> it really yeah. is. but yeah. at, at, at your house, yep. just sitting there with the computer. Home. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, just ripping on each other. I oh, think yeah. the best yeah. friends yeah. you have are the ones that you rip on the hardest. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it's a community that everyone's feel safe. They can come in and do whatever they would like, you know, but you know, like you mentioned, it's like any traditional sport too. Like, you know someone loves you if, if they're giving you a hard time. Right. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. it's not the other way around. They're, they're like, if I'm you, not talking to you, yeah. then there's something wrong. Yeah, they're, they're giving you a hard time, but they're there giving you a hard time. Right. I know someone just, you know, kind of putting this back to my old baseball playing days. I would rather have someone there heckling me right. playing than not be there. Right. Exactly. exactly. And, I mean, exactly. that's uh, – I know my father's probably, probably not going to watch this, but just in case – Dad, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention any names, but my father. But my father. The biggest heckler out yeah. there. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. He's, he's how I became a professional 
tune outer, I guess. I can tune anything out because if I'm on a, the pitcher's mound, having to just tune tune his yeah. loud, boisterous voice out. Yep. If you could do that, you can do anything. A great skill to have. My yes, parents did traditional sports too. <laughs> tune out. So let's hear your day. Era. Yes. All right. So um, I'm in for the most part at somewhere between 7:30 and 8. I want to make sure I have time to go through all the scripting for Good Day Northern Michigan. Make sure I'm prepped, ready to rock. Uh, you know, Good Day Northern Michigan is an interview-based show, uh, getting to know parts of the community, what's going on, things of that nature. So I want to make sure I'm fully prepped. We have a lot of guests. Uh, after that show wraps, it's the morning pitch meeting, and then from there comes the big part of my day, logistics, 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 setting up the interviews, doing outreach, finding stories to cover, because I mean, that's, that's the thing I feel like a lot of the audience doesn't understand, is this is, the monster's got to be fed every day, mm -hmm. every day. This this doesn't stop for Stories us. Stories just don't come out of nowhere. Exactly. They people don't. think we just know everything. The, it's like, no, we want to hear from you. And, and that, you know, people just send us stuff in and we put it on TV and it's like, no, we're making And the that. thing is with the lifestyle show, not, not to cut you no, off, no, you're good. Um, you know, our stories are very different than traditional news stories. So right. it's not like we can use their stuff that they're Absolutely. going to have to shoot for the most part. There's a little bit of stuff that we can use, but for it's, the most it's part, we're, it's our own content. Yeah. And you don't want to use that stuff because you no. guys are a totally Completely different exactly. Exactly. Right. And you it, know, it's, it's like anybody who yeah. tunes in the evening news, if you're not going to get what you see there on the floor. Yeah. Completely different. And exactly. that's what the floor was set up for, and that's what lifestyle shows are about. And that's why people love you guys. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it would be very easy for us to just go to a national repository, pull stories, air it, and just, hey, here's something that happened in Dallas, Texas. Here's something that, that happened in Chicago, that. Illinois. Right. But we want our, we want the four, we want Good Day Northern Michigan to be representative of the community that's watching it. Right. So it is... Tell our people stories. Exactly. It is paramount to us that we tell those stories that we focus as much as we can on Michigan, this region, the people, the events, what's going on in the community. And that takes a lot of work. <laughs> There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of correspondence and logistics. And then from there, I pre-type up the articles that'll be posted on 9and10news.com to then correspond with the stories. And then I start scripting for the four, and then it's the four, and then after the four, most of the time I'm typing up articles, doing more logistics. It's, 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 it's a lot of work. I know that by watching the four, watching Good Day, a lot of people just kind of have the mindset of, oh, they're just there having fun. And we, we are. are, we absolutely are, but, it's not, but our only goal. it's not. And there's a lot of work involved. And I just, I couldn't, I mean, I, as any regular viewer of the force saw, I couldn't have been happier that Michael was made permanent and that we got some extra hands, some extra hands and just solidified the vibe. That's the biggest thing. Yes, what do we do with these, I hands? Do with these hands? I don't know what to do with them. And I just, I think for the longest time, that's what the community was clamoring for, was, you know, we love the four. We want, we want it back. And I feel like it wasn't really back until 
he joined on a more permanent basis. Well, and you guys have something so special now. And like you were saying, Eric, you work so hard. You do all of this stuff. You set up all of those interviews. You always go the extra mile because you love what you're doing. You've probably heard that quote, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. I think it's the stupidest quote I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. If you love it, you work harder. Because you like what you're doing. Exactly, I get so frustrated when I hear people saying that. I'm like, no. I bust my butt, yeah. make no mistake, no, no, no. but I do it yeah. because I love what I'm doing. You you can absolutely experience a 10, 12 hour day and go home feeling fulfilled and not you know upset, but at the end of the day, you work 12 hours, you're right. exhausted, you put in the time, you put in the effort, yeah. you may enjoy what you do, but it's still work. Yes. It's a lot of work wow. and, and that's that's something that is always so hard to instill because with news, you can see it. You can see all the work that was put in. But with lifestyle, because we're just having, having a good time, it's, it's easier to kind of forget all the work that happens behind sure. the scenes. And it's not just us two, it's our Marilyn. producer, Marilyn, uh, Dan, it's been helping out a lot. It's the great team we have behind the scenes. Editors. Ed- editors, and four directors. And you almost directors. hate to start saying that because you know that you're always gonna leave somebody out because exactly. there are so many people <laughs> so that go people. into making this monster I, of a show. Every Everyone at nine and 10. Everyone's show. Let's, just, let's yeah. just put it that way. Everyone at the nine and 10 media group, everyone has a small role in I don't think it really hit home until everyone, like we, when we had our company-wide meeting and everybody was in here. Like, yeah. I don't think everyone realized just how many people it takes for the well-oiled machine to continue to move. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's got to do their things. I think that was something that hit home with a lot of people. It was like, oh my gosh, like, this studio was filled to the brim with people. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, without them, this wouldn't work. Without them, Maybe this that, one this. Exactly. Right. One, I like to think 100%. of it as we are all just parts of a puzzle, pieces of a puzzle. We're yeah. all the same exact size, and without every single piece of that puzzle, we can't put it together. We right. can't put any of this yeah. stuff And together. you gotta have respect for every single one of those persons. Right. It doesn't mean you have to like them or see them all the time, exactly. but respect what they're doing, because without that, you wouldn't be doing what you're exactly. doing. Exactly. So. And hopefully, in between all of that hard work and those interviews, there's a little bit of chit-chat with your coworkers. Yeah. That's one of my favorite yeah. things. How much everybody <laughs> just genuinely enjoys being in each other's company, genuinely cares about one another. It's not just like a, hey, how are you in the hallway? It's a, no, how are you? Yeah. And I mean, I, case in point, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully by the time you lovely people are watching this, um, this will no longer be an issue for me. But for the past four months, I've been having a horrible time trying to find a place to live, whether mm-hmm. rental or purchasing. And every single person, at nine and 10 has emailed me listings or texted oh, me yeah. or like they'll come to my desk and drop off a car. Hey, here's a friend that's it's a realtor. She said she could help. Like everyone has been so invested in my personal well-being that that's that's just not something you see everywhere. A, lo- a lot it's of not, place, it's not yeah. something you experience all the time. No, no. A, nice. a lot of times you're a number on a spreadsheet. Or, you know, everyone is so overwhelmed, they don't have time really to engage on a personal level, but that's been completely different experience here at 9 and 10. Everyone's invested. Yeah, Eric, how has that transition been for you? You are a Florida boy. You've Ooh. lived in a couple different places. Yeah. You just started working here a couple months ago. And Michael, I think you could agree with me. I feel like I've known Eric my whole <laughs> life. Eric, you are just yeah. one of those people that you talk to one time and you just have this connection with them, you know? It's so, 
as, I've, as I try to explain to people who've asked if I'm interested in the hard news side of things, I'm, I'm, I'm the definition of an open book. I, I like to be who I am, and I like to be around people who like me for who I am, and I am very self-aware. <laughs> I know that if I was doing a news show and someone handed me a breaking news story that was tragic, I wouldn't be able to Walter Cronkite it. I, I, you would read it all over my face. Mm -hmm. And I just, I learned at a young age that that's just, that's not how I'm wired. And life, lifestyle is perfect for me because that's exactly what you need to be. You need to be authentic. You need to be who you are for the audience to connect. And as you said, I mean, born and raised Tampa, Florida. I was out in Portland, Oregon for a while, was in Knoxville, Tennessee for a while. Now I'm up here in Michigan and definitely uh, probably chose the worst possible time to come up here mid-January. Dead of winter. Dead of winter, but I got through it, found those moments that make Michigan so special that time of year because I took him out to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, just wow. Top Diggins Hill. Wow. That is so sweet. And I just there's there's so much amazing things about winter time here in Michigan, and I found those. But now that spring is here, I'm like, oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I I I see what all the hype is about because it is gorgeous every day. Just mm, isn't mm. it? I always find myself taking the same exact pictures of the same exact thing as if I haven't lived here for six years. That's yep. all my photos yep. are. It's just sunset the after sunrise, stuff. after lake, after whatever it the is, because it stuff. just is so beautiful. beautiful. Michael, you were born and raised in Cadillac. You went away to Wisconsin for school, went to North Dakota, came back here. What is it like to be back here working at the station that you grew up watching and also yeah. seeing all these people come from literally all over the country to live in your hometown, to work in your hometown? Um, I didn't know how lucky I would be, you know, coming home. I mean, you make a pack in high school, I'm never coming back. You know? <laughs> and, and Cadillac, that's true. Like, we all made packs, we're never coming back. I was the only one on my friend group to come back. A lot of people went to Grand Rapids or, you know, maybe Traverse City, but they wanted to be in a bigger city. Um, for me, I was just kind of sick of being in northern Michigan. But growing up here, you're, you're not aware of what you have at your fingertips until you leave it, you know? And I went to school, and where I went to school was right on Lake Superior in northern Wisconsin, but I could do a lot of stuff I did in northern Michigan, unaware of, again, my surroundings. But hockey and baseball took me to bigger cities. So I got to see Milwaukee and the Twin Cities no, and do it. Yep. all these places, which was really nice because I got to see other bubbles, you know? And then when I graduated, you know, you throw out resumes everywhere. I didn't even think about 9 and 10. Um, and to be quite honest with you, when I went to school, I didn't think of, I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to be a tornado chaser. Um, but as I quickly went through college, I was like, Twister, I got to use that. Twister, the film yes. Twister was, was big for me, was too. Big, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, so Bring back Helen Hunt. <laughs> they, were shoot, they just started shooting the second one. Um, Get it trending. So, <laughs> so uh after I graduated, threw out resumes everywhere and um, didn't throw one to 9 and 10 just because I didn't, they didn't have an opening and I thought it was out of my reach. Um, but went to North Dakota for two years. And North Dakota is essentially a different country. Uh, it's flat. Uh, there's no trees. There's no water for the most part. Um, you know, 
fields, uh, flooded fields are considered a lake and they come and go, you know, it's like, whoa. Um, 95% of their economy out there was agriculture before oil was really found. So I had to really learn how to um, forecast for agriculture. I had to do soil temps. I, I had to basically use a lot of tools that I wasn't aware of in college or that I didn't really study in college. So that was cool. It was a very good experience. Amazing people out there, but we were out there when the economy was booming in North Dakota. Everywhere else, it was bad. Michigan was the worst economy in the United States. North Dakota was the number one. So we found a struggle to live somewhere in North Dakota because everybody was moving out there for oil. And a year rolled by, uh, just about two years. I didn't finish my contract there either. So my entire career, I've never finished a contract. Um, nine and 10, I had an opening for Michigan this morning. And I was like, oh, perfect, you know? And I, out there I was doing evening shift and I was like, I don't, if anybody knows anything about me, I hate second shift with a passion. You miss everything. <laughs> and I always feel like I'm getting ready for work. But throughout my resume and interviewed and they said, you know, the towns of Northern Michigan, how to pronounce them, that's half the battle, come on home. So I was like, cool, we packed our house up and we moved back and it was a 22 hour drive. And we've been here since February of 2010 and there were so many people that were so excited. I had my first grade teacher reaching out to me. I'm just so excited for you. <laughs> and there's so many people that love the fact that they can see someone from Northern Michigan on yeah. their TV. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the fact, not to press my own horn, but I like to think that growing up in Northern Michigan, I know the weather patterns pretty decently. Sure. And Northern Michigan is not easy to forecast for. And I like to think that I do a pretty decent job. And people recognize that. But being a normal face in everyone's bedrooms or living rooms in the morning for 11 and a half years, a lot of people think they know you. And I love being out in public and everyone's he, like, oh, it's that weather guy. You can't take me anywhere. recognized everywhere. And I love that. But the thing everywhere. is, like, when you take you know, Eric or someone else and they're not used to it, or like my family, or Kyle, Kyle I absolutely hate. Oh, it. gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll sit there and talk all day with people. That's just who I am. And she's like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Remember like, that appointment came, that yeah. we got to have in 10 minutes? We, we came, gotta go. We came for this gallon of milk that is slowly spoiling. <laughs> Three hours later. Yeah, but it's, it's nothing but amazing. And the fact that I can do that um, and have kids look up to me who want to be meteorologists or who want to know more about this, and then also be that other guy, it's funny now because in the last two months, I'm recognized to two different generations. The little kids see me as the gamer guy, and the older generation sees me as the weather guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm reaching everybody. I, I feel like Anakin in Star Wars, it is working. Like, you know, I'm helping kids pursue video games because it is now a, a viable career, more yeah. than viable. Oh, yeah. So these kids are learning how to do it. Parents are learning that video games aren't a waste of time. Waste of time. And then on the other hand of it, you have people like, yeah, you can give us weather, you can do all this stuff. Not to mention, I just like being someone who can give back. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd be remiss not to mention a kid again. Like a kid again snagged me up, said, yeah, sit on our board. And what we're doing for kids that have life-threatening conditions in their families and sending them out on adventures throughout Michigan and northern Michigan, for them to experience something that they can't everyday experience, that means the world. I didn't know how much I missed northern Michigan until I didn't have it. And so now that I'm back, it's like, oh my God, yeah, this is cool. I grew up here. And the fact that I can share it with people like Eric or, you know, people who don't get to experience that and be like, yeah, check this out. I mean, that's, do it. that's what it's all about. That's the whole mission of the four is to show people, hey, look at these great things in your own backyard. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, kind of tossing back to a kid again. I mean, 
How much money did you just raise with your six thousand three hundred some this year, and then last that's year we raised so six thousand. That's huge. So yeah, we're over twelve thousand in two years. And the thing is, the, the chapter is only getting massive. Yeah, and, and that's cool. They they was just talking to me this morning about taking it national for like the whole streaming thing. I was like. What does that what? even mean? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's very cool the fact that I can reach so many different yeah. people playing video games or doing weather or being a lifestyle host, you know? Mm -hmm. and, that's, mm -hmm. and that's what it's about. Because I will do this all day, every day, but if I can give something back, um, that's the big thing. It's so rewarding, if absolutely. You, if you, you know, if you reach the level you want to be at, it is so crucial to send the elevator back down. Oh yeah, 100%. That's, that's, yeah. That's, it, that's so important. And I mean, the community has shown so much love and support for what we do. It is, it is a privilege and a pleasure when we have the opportunity to return the favor. 100%. And it is amazing to hear from people in the community, whether you're at the grocery store or wherever it is, that yeah, they just absolutely. watch you for five minutes in the morning. <laughs> or Michael, I remember when we first, or when I first started on Michigan this morning, the OG squad for me yeah. was you and Adam Bartome. And people would talk to me in the grocery store and they'd be like, how's that Michael Stevens in person? <laughs> and I would always say, you know what? You Michael what Stevens, <laughs> he's fine. No, <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> Up with Four out of ten. Yeah. I get paid to be there, so it's fine. <laughs> I always said Michael Stevens is like the ultimate big brother. He'll always right. protect you and watch over you, yeah. but he'll also never let any situation go by where he can take a little dig or put a little joke in there. The first you know, day like she was layup. here, the first day she was here, <laughs> I, I made her fall on this. the floor screaming. I went outside to check the rain gauge like I do every morning when I worked on MTM, and she was in the kitchen with uh, Katie Emery, mm -hmm. I believe, and she was give, talking to you, and I just went up and banged on those big windows, and it was so loud. She Keep in screamed mind, it so is pitch loud. Black. Oh, yeah. Pitch black, like 334. So I just go, bam! And she screamed and fell to the ground. Courtney was reading the news at the time and stopped because it was so loud. She it, She assumed someone was getting murdered in the building. I mean, naturally. I get so startled. And now everybody in the office knows yeah, that. Knows it takes advantage of it. And I expect that. I, I, yeah. It makes me laugh But so that was hard. my thing. I was always a prankster. I pranked Dallas, our audio guy, um, at the old building. It was the Ellen cutout. You know the Ellen cutout. Yes, we still course. have it. And I would set it up like behind him, and he'd turn around in the audio booth, and you'd hear, <laughs> out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, God, Dallas. So, I mean, I was – I'm. The way I always approached MTM was I want people to start off their way or their day with a smile. Like the thing is, news, it's, there's no worse way to wake up than gloom and doom, yeah. right? And yeah. the thing is, like if I can present a little bit of entertainment, have somebody smile, start the day off great, that's awesome. And it, that goes hand in hand with workers. The better your work environment, the better the day is going to be. Exactly. Right? And we exactly. had so much fun. So much fun. But that's fun. always what I aim to do is... If I can keep everybody else happy, I mean, I'm not, that's who I am. Well, I think I mean, that's who both of yeah, you guys are. Yeah, that's, that's what you guys are all about. And that's what makes a lifestyle show great. And, and that's like, for any lifestyle show, for any show really outside of, you know, hard news, it's for sitcoms, for lifestyle shows, for interview shows, if you're having fun, the audience is having fun. And that's, that's, that's something I try to, you know, keep close to the, close to the heart all the time is, even if you're having a really, really rough day, you need, to, you need to kind of put that to the side because you never know who out there 
is having a worse day oh, and yeah. needs this. No, the other thing is you also have to be there for your coworkers. Yeah, like I mean, absolutely. the thing of empathy goes so far. Like what we were always echoed is they teach us and then we teach whoever's new in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. When one of your first times on MTM, do you remember bawling because you were sick and had to go home? Yes. You were so upset about it. I was it. so upset. I, was like, I remember Lauren, you gave me the biggest hug. I, I hadn't like, taken a sick day. Let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I mean, for our generation, like that's just beating into your head. You yeah. go to work no matter what, you do your job. And you do your job and you right. go home and then you, you come back a, again and do it the next day. You be a trooper, you right. be a team but the player. Thing, yep. But the thing is, like, if you are sick, go home. Yeah. Like, don't so feel bad upset. about it. Yeah. Oh, like, she felt like she was bawling. I was like, Lauren, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, not in that way. <laughs> but she, when I'm talking, I'm she knows that. She's like, I, I feel so bad, I'm sick. I was like, I just gave her a hug. I was like, listen. You can be sick, mm -hmm. like take a day, mm -hmm. and, it's, um, and that yeah. took forever for me to understand. Yeah, no, like same. it's not easy to right. take a day off. Right. It, so it, it goes hand in hand. Working in nine and ten, which to me, we are so fortunate for this company to be owned by one person. Mm -hmm. Working at any other TV station, one it's person corporation. that we know, right? And Who we know actually knows us. us. Yes. Right. And you don't get that. And being a station that can stand on its two feet and present a great product. Like nine and ten, it allows means us to be more huge. independent, right? Yeah. And the fact that we don't have to answer to someone we don't know who doesn't know us, we're a number on a sheet, means the world. And I think we are so lucky. And I'm lucky, more lucky that it's in my hometown. Yeah, right. Um, but the fact that kids can cut their teeth on this or come here and live in this situation, that is what I'm super fortunate about. So anything I can do to make this a better place for anybody, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And you guys make it a better place for our viewers, too, getting to wake up and see you guys or spend their afternoon with you. What yeah. are some of the best moments that you guys have had, maybe on TV oh or Ooh. off TV in a commercial break, whether it's together <laughs> or separate? I know we started telling some oh stories, God. but commercial I want to get breaks. into some more. I'm ready to laugh. So, uh, so, so we, can't, we can't necessarily tell all the commercial oh, break no, stories because no, no, then no, no, this no, episode no. would turn right Explicit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the, the jokes that Lauren, Adam, and I, or any that I've spent my because I am a jokester and I'll just let it fly and everyone always tells me you have a mic on I was like you have it off but regardless <laughs> I see the red light yeah, it's not it's on fine. but um, it all started I got the, the privilege of working with Scott Michael Traeger when I first got here and he was the guy I watched as a kid he was a northern Michigan staple he was nine and ten guy and it started with him like me coming in the first day and him ripping jokes I was like oh my gosh this is awesome and so I, that's really where it spawned from. When you're more comfortable starting, then just you ease yourself in. And sometimes you have to reel it back. Sometimes yeah. in the morning or when you get going, it's like, oh, yeah, I just want to keep it going. But sometimes you have to reel yourself in. But, yes, uh, that's what she said jokes left and right. <laughs> um, like, yeah, it would get, you know, it gets to the point where someone has to remind you, you have a mic on in case it does get put on. Um, but I think the biggest one for me, one remember that I remember um, that actually was just went viral again. I had a viral moment doing weather, and the Pickford weather station said 731 degrees, and I went live with it, and I didn't I realize this. it, and I hit it. I was like, holy smokes, Pickford, you are on fire. Like, just played with the weather station, yeah. and it was negative 800 for a low. I was like, well, at least it's not negative 800. You haven't frozen to death, but you might be on fire. And I just I clipped that. And I put it on social media, and it took off. I mean, it's just the turning a turning a weakness into a strength. I right. Mean, there's, there's, and that was like yeah. seven years ago, yeah. something like that, eight years ago. Always an opportunity to turn 
fun. Because you guys are real people and people need to remember that. You guys But it just somebody it just started being circulated again. People started sharing it again. I was like, but people just love a good laugh, you know, especially in the beginning of the day. So that was one that always stuck out stuck out to me, but I think the biggest thing for me working at 910, I got to work with the people that I watched growing up. Michelle Dunaway, Scott Michael Traeger, John McGowan. Um, and now it's getting to the point where people watch me growing up. You and are those. Here. Yeah, you I was are like, that oh my you. God. Like, yeah. And I felt so bad because I was like, every, every person I saw at 910, I was like, I, I watched you growing up. And Michelle's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for making me feel old. Scott's like, oh, that doesn't make you feel old. Like David came in when he first got the job. I was like, "Yeah, I watched you in high school." I was like, "Oh no, no here we go." Yeah, it was starting. it's starting, and now people are coming to the door. I watched you when I was in elementary school. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I'm getting old," but we're that, there. That we're that always makes me laugh and chuckle because you know they don't realize that it could be taken one way, but. I always giggle because I did the same thing to everyone else. I it's did. such a compliment. It is. It is. What about it's you, Eric? So cool. I'm sure you've got some good stories. I know you got a couple months, you know, oh, under your belt gosh. by now. Oh man. Uh, I mean, a commercial break for us, you know, if we're not, <laughs> if we're not preparing for the next block or getting so easily distracted. I mean, we just, like, if we have a guest, we start talking to him and. 30 seconds, where are you? Yeah. Oh, sorry, come running back in. You know, commercial breaks, you try to maybe squeeze in a restroom break if you need it, get some water. I mean, that's, nothing Nothing really stands out necessarily. I mean, the, I would say the most fun thing I've done thus far was uh, the official, I guess, announcement of oh, Michael, that was being, Michael being permit, like trying to, yeah. try, like he, I, nosy isn't the right word, but doing what he's supposed to do when I don't want him to do it. I was, I was, I was reading my scripts. <laughs> he was like, one was time reading, only I get to the end of the show, I was yeah. like, Kyle? Who's, who's, who's Kyle? Kyle? And I'm just like, you're not supposed to see not, that. What are you doing? I'm what are you sorry. doing? Stop looking ahead. Stop being prepared. Stop being a yeah. professional. So I, then what happened for people who didn't get to actually see so, that? So we, uh, we had some uh, coworkers. We had, I had balloons kind of hidden off on both sides. We wow. had party hats yeah. and Superman I, ice cream. Superman nice. ice cream. Like, and you know it's a party. Exactly. Which I'm still eating by the way. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's the there's there's still a gallon in the freezer yep. still munching on it from time to time. Yep. But in so, so yeah. you claim you're gonna share everything after inside the kitchen, but you've been holding out on that gallon of Superman ice they cream. They brought it in. We'll remember that. Yeah. We'll remember <laughs> it's, that. It's, it's, <laughs> been, it's been chilling in there. Please help yourself. I found it the other day. I was like <laughs> I'm actually, I'm probably going to use it to try to, so this new weird thing that I stumbled across is trending currently. It's where you take a fruit roll up, wrap a scoop of ice cream in oh, it, yeah, put it, it in the freezer, it and it turns it like crunchy. Yeah. And so I'm probably going to use Superman ice cream to try this out in the next couple of days because I'm just, I'm just genuinely curious. And Superman is going to be the perfect ice cream that's, to do yeah, that Yeah, that's, with. it's, it's going to, I think it's going to be good. I love I it. I love it. We love a good recipe. I get people, yeah. I get people into Michigan and I tell them about Superman ice cream. They're like, what does it taste like? He asked me that. That was a commercial break. What's it taste like? Nothing. <laughs> you know, it literally tastes cream. like nothing. And, and I just like, I, w- I didn't buy it. I was like, like it's got to taste, like taste like something. It's, it's got it all the like colors. It. It's so colorful. And then, yeah, I taste it and goes, what does it taste like? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. When you aren't here, what are you guys up to? My hobby is now work. Uh, well, I, my hobby has right. turned into my work, video games. But I still play video games all the time. Um, I mean, it, in 2015, I started streaming video games. 
and then that opened up so many weird doors for me. I was a professional in Fortnite, so my hobby was actually getting me paid, which I was like, that's weird. Um, but then, you know, in 2021, my hobby ended up being work, which was like, it was scary because I didn't want my hobby to end up being something I hated. Right. You know, I've never worked in video games before, yeah. so, uh, but it hasn't. Um, so I go home, um, Kyle gets home, we spend some time, we chill, watch TV, um, and then I go play video games Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a lot of the weekend. Um, the weekends, uh, we just, yeah, we're lazy. Uh, we don't do much. Um, in the summer, I like to get out, maybe uh, do some camping somewhere or whatever. When I can, again, weekends usually fill up very quickly in the summer with stuff that you don't ever have planned, but it ends up being that way. Yeah, um, yeah movies, music. I'm a huge music lover. Went to the Blink-182 concert. Um, How was that? It was spiritual. It was awesome. <laughs> like, uh, it was funny because I went with my Uncle Lyle, who is... Uh, you know, in his 50s, and we sat next to someone. It was just me and him. And then my friends were across the way a little bit. But lady's like, I didn't think you'd be into Blink-182. This younger girl next to me is like, oh, I love Blink. And he's actually the whole reason I got into punk music. Um, I went to his house one weekend, and we burned CDs all the time. I don't know if I can say that, but we burned <laughs> CDs all the time. Um, but he gave me all the, his music, and it was all punk music. So I was like, that's pretty cool. So the fact that, you know, you have... There was like three or four different generations of music lovers at Little Caesars Arena loving three guy punk rockers from San Diego. I was like, this is so cool. That's yeah. neat. Um, so, you know, I try to do as much as humanly possible golf, um, but Kyle's the exact opposite. You know, introvert, extrovert. Yep. We are exact opposites. So, um, it's, I'm lazy when Kyle's <laughs> home, and then I'm not lazy when Kyle's away. Um, but you know what is one thing that I always have to do now since I worked MTM? Ooh. I have to get a nap in every day. Well, because you were a napper on MTM. Right. That was your sleep schedule. That was my sleep schedule. But my body, that's one thing I haven't gotten normal to with a normal shift. Is I have to, when I get home, pass out mm -hmm. for Until like one. an hour. Okay. Like, just I just a need quick a quick little snooze. Yeah, yeah just yeah. a little nap. And Rest Tuesday, I told them, we were talking about this yesterday in the break. I said, oh, it's Tuesday. I can't go home and nap because I had an interview with somebody for video game stuff. I was like, oh, man, I need to prioritize better. He needs to start scheduling his nap time. Yeah, he because Tuesdays Kyle come home late so I can go home and sleep a little bit, and then she'd come home and we can hang out. But then Tuesday's also golf nights for us. Ooh. I was like, oh, man, I did not prioritize this right. <laughs> Your secretary needs a talking to. Yeah, it's not good. Need to fire that person. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's basically my life. I do a little bit of everything. What about you, Eric, when you're not here? Oh, I mean, right now, again, because of what I'm going through trying to find a place, I mean, most of my time outside of work is looking at houses, touring houses, and being outbid on houses. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's, you know. And st sleeping, staying in my guest bedroom. Yeah, I'm staying in his guest bedroom and, you know, just. I will say it's fun uh, having you there, though. Yeah, no, it's, and that's the, that's the he thing. Makes food. It's, it's, yeah. Ooh, what do you make? I, he, he washes the dishes. I, nice. I do, yeah. I'm, Always has beer in the fridge. I'm a, good, I'm a good house guest. I try to be. I, and that's. He has wine all the time. Yeah. So I, do. I don't get to enjoy there's, it. There's, Kyle gets to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's always. A, I'm not a wino. In fact, yes, there is a cracked bottle of wine. Yeah. I, I was I'm making sure yesterday. I didn't have to stop on my way home. Funny story is, we were all in the kitchen yesterday morning. And he came out with a glass of wine <laughs> at eight in the morning. Like and Kyle's like dressed right. Kyle's like, uh, Eric, you good? He's like, I passed out last time, just dumping it. And she's like, Oh, okay. You know, I was just <laughs> making sure. Like Kyle's like, 
Hey, no judgment. You're off, yeah, no you judgment. can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, exactly. you're right? It, hair the dog, hair the dog. But you know, when I'm when I'm not on a normal on a normal schedule, like let's say I find my place and really find my rhythm. I, I like to be outside, hiking, biking, golfing. Like just I like to be outdoors. It's how I kind of reset myself. Uh, but my other thing is cooking. I, cooking is my zen activity, the thing where I just I shut my brain off. And then afterwards, I get to eat something, which is fantastic. <laughs> Double win! Exactly. Like I know a lot of people, like their zen yeah. activity is crafting or things of that for me it's 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 cooking i just i i don't know what it is about cooking that just allows me to just no matter what's bothering me no matter how bad the day was it just it go it gets out of my brain so i mean i really would like like to get back into the habit of right when i get off work first thing i do when i get home is i start cooking because that allows me to decompress that, that allows me to kind of like keep my hands busy, let my mind kind of wander. Like I know a lot of people have shower moments. Like oh, that's yeah. like, you know, they have their best ideas when they're in the shower. That's for me, that's when I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. Like uh, back, back home in Knoxville, I have a writing pad in the kitchen specifically for that purpose because I will just, you know, be, yeah, be, be sauteing up some fish or something, and then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, that the would make it. The cure to cancer! <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've, I've, figured, I've figured out the Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> Must write this down. So I just, it's... I found the lost art. Exactly. I know where it's at. Let me contact the scholars. So I just, those, those are the big things for me, is just any, really any outdoor pursuit, fishing, boarding, boating, like anything that gets me outside, I'm all for 100%. And I'm really excited to experience all the new activities that kind of Michigan brings oh, to yeah. the table. Like I, I didn't get more it. More than you can handle. It, yeah, exactly. There was so much. And because I was so busy, I didn't get a chance to do that this winter. But next time winter rolls around, I want to ski, I want to snowboard, I want to go ice fishing. I'm probably just going to make a bunch of snowballs and camp in the bushes outside of work and peg people as they come in. Nice! All the, all the essential Michigan activities. And I just, I'm, I'm really excited to get to that place mm -hmm. because I see all that Michigan has to offer. I want to experience it right now, but you know, a lot of times on the show, he'll ask me, hey, you know, what, what, are your, what are your plans this weekend or what'd you do this past weekend? And it's, I've tried to make plans, but then a house pops up and I have to cancel them to look yeah. at the house. So I just, I've honestly stopped making weekend plans and just it's dedicated to finding a place to call home. He has watched the nice. pup a few times too. Yeah, yeah, okay. babysit the puppers. Because we had to go to Wisco for my sister's graduation from college, so. It was nice being like, oh, hey, Eric. Yeah. You going to be here this weekend? Oh, I, yeah, and, watch and, and I love hanging out with Koopa and Bowser. Hang out with the doggies, mm -hmm. maybe make some meals. The nice thing about cooking is that you can just kind of throw a little bit of this, a little bit of that, yeah. and you're good. Baking is so annoying. Completely, yeah. You have to Completely measure different. everything. No. I don't want to the do that. That's not appealing math, to me. Yeah, the second no. math comes into, comes into the conversation, I'm no longer interested. It's mm -hmm. also when it becomes not good. Yeah. The best food yeah. is never measured out. Yeah. Made with love, pinch, dash, sprinkle. 
all the I call them the Greece. grandma grandma measurement terms because that is how my grandma Ranny measured everything. Literally, you look at her recipes; they're written down cinnamon. like that. Pinch of, Pinch of cinnamon, yeah. dash of nutmeg, and it's like, Ranny, <laughs> how much is a pinch? How much is a dash? You feel Cut. it in your gut. You measure with your heart. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You measure with your heart. So you grew up cooking then. That's something that yes. you've done your whole yes. life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, very yeah. Sweet. With my my grandma, who I, I keep, I should probably explain this. I keep referring to her as Ranny, R-A-N-N-Y, because growing up, my cousin could not say his G's, so, so Granny turned to Ranny, and it just stuck. That is so sweet. My grandma's Bunny. Bunny. What's the story That's behind that? One. She just didn't like Patrice or Bertris. <laughs> Bertrice? So yeah. Bunny just made sense? She just changed it to Bunny. Yeah. So she's Bunny That's tall. sweet. I feel like every family has one of those. My family yeah. also does. I have an Uncle Tio. So Tio means uncle in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I grew up speaking <laughs> uncle, Spanish uncle. at home. So my grandma, my abuela, would always say, hey, you know, go by Tio John, Uncle John. Mm -hmm. Well, my parents would always say, go by Uncle John. So my oldest brother, Michael, kept hearing Tio John and Uncle John. All so of a sudden, this kid John. came up with Uncle Tio. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and that's what he is to this day. I've never that called him so Uncle John. Cute. So yeah, every family cute. has their own little story like that. That, that, is, that is awesome. Is, that is really, Uncle really T. cute. Uncle <laughs> Uncle. So Uncle. we're going to get into some rapid fire questions okay. now. All right. All right. So just the first thing that it. comes to your head, just blurt out whatever. I don't okay. care. I just wanted to build a little bit oh, of yeah, anticipation. No, no, no. That was I'm, good. I'm, you guys I'm, are just I'm, like I'm eyes locked. I loved that. Okay. Favorite snack. Oh my gosh, mac and cheese. It's a snack. I don't know. It I just said be. the first thing that popped into my head. Oh God. I, you can blanking. order it in a snack size at fast food places, so that's my justification. Why am I blanking on snacks? Um, go, good God. I don't really see You're snack. a snack machine. You <laughs> had all such sorts a of snack stuff machine. on he MTM. I'm not a snack Bringing machine. in the Mountain I eat, Dew. I eat everything, like, everything for me is always meals. Like, there's no snacks, it's meals. Um, good God. Uh, if I had to do it, taquitos, I guess. Taquitos? Yeah, Solid. Taquitos. Solid. Nice. What is the best insult you've ever given someone? But don't swear, because I don't want to have to edit this out. So the best <laughs> insult that's not a swear. Oh, gosh. It's got to be something with my younger brother, Todd. Give me a moment. Because I was the older brother, I, it was always instilled in me not to, you know, pick on my younger brothers. I, even though Todd, in particular, Todd, was a jerk from time to time. Um, and I just, I can't think of a good comeback because there were just so many of them, but I'm thinking specifically of a time where we were tossing, grew up playing baseball, so we were tossing a tennis ball back and forth in our backyard. Something happened behind him, so he turns. I didn't realize he turned, so I threw it, beating him square in the face, not intentionally, of course, but he flies off the handle, picks up the ball, like walks like two feet away from me, pegs me right in the face with it, my dad sees all this happening, and my dad had always instilled in me, use your words. And he just, he saw my face brick red. I look over at him, and he just goes, have at him. <laughs> and that was, that was the one time in my entire life that my dad was just like, teach your younger brother a lesson. And that you did. And that I did. Gosh, that was a good day. <laughs> Do we laugh about that now, or does that no, one just no, not no, get brought absolutely, up? Absolutely. So you have two brothers? Yes, yes. Younger, I'm the middle child. Okay, got I'm it. the middle child. Got it. Younger Todd, older Chris. When, you, when somebody does something stupid, 
and you say ding dong. <laughs> What do you mean, you ding dong? You <laughs> said that during MTM one All day. All the time. And, I and people are so, so shocked hard. when you say, you call him a ding dong. And they're like, what? And like, you say and, it with soul? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> get, ding really, dong. Really, get really, really angry at someone. All up in their face and go, poopy head. It's just, you were going to catch them so off guard. But every time it's I call just, her a ding dong, she'd laugh. And it's like, the insult means nothing. Cannonball or pencil dive? Cannonball. Cannonball. How often do you floss? Every Never. day. <laughs> Why did that not surprise you? <laughs> <laughs> that was too perfect. I never floss. I, don't, I can't tell you the last time Every I day. ever flossed. If, if I don't do it in the morning, my teeth feel gritty and I just, I'll feel gross Puts all in a bad day. Mood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, our last question, this one is my favorite. I would love for you both to share a little sunshine. I think that we could all share a little sunshine where, don't give me that face. I think that we could all share a little sunshine wherever we go, no matter what, no matter how gloomy of a day it is or sunny. So, favorite quote, words you live by, anything. Uh, words I go by, um, I, there's a few very, um, you know, quote, Quotes from shows that you wouldn't think that mean a lot to me, like Letter Kenny. Like that show, everyone was like, "How do you that get a quote from that?" That show is so quotable but, and memeable. But <laughs> the great quote that always sticks with me, regardless, and it's like, "Oh, cool," is when a friend needs help, you help a friend. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. If somebody asks for help, like as long as you're a good human being, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna do everything in my power to help you. Um, you know, make make someone smile. Just spread the joy. Like. It's not hard to say, yo, Lauren, what's up? How's your day? And that can change somebody's day dramatically. Mm -hmm. And for me, uh, you know, growing up in northern Michigan, everyone is super nice, super awesome, and super fun. But a little goes a long way. I guess that would be the biggest one. A little goes a long way. Very so that sweet. Would, that would, that's what I would go with. Uh, I pulled out my phone because this, this quote, every part of it, kind of applies on a different day. And so I always feel myself going back to this. And this is from a book called A Return to Love by uh, Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. That is awesome. And I just, every, Part of that is wonderful and has its own meaning, but as what it boils down to is be who you are, shine brightly, and it just, it, I can tell you from first person experience that it's infectious. Just as a negative attitude is, a positive attitude spreads like wildfire. Mm -hmm. And if you just, just as he mentioned earlier, you know, you come in, someone's having a rough day, but hey, good morning. Not, you know, not inquiring any further, just hey, good morning. You look like you're having a rough day. If you need anything, let me know. Mm -hmm. 
the, that's so irreplaceable, and that is something I feel like a lot of us have kind of lost nowadays. We're all so focused internally on what we need, on what we want, that it's, you know, guys, if we all just shine like we're supposed to, every day is going to be an absolute blessing. That is wonderful. Oh, very sweet, both of you. All right, listen, before we go. Yeah, we don't want to end on the sweetness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's, it that's could not be how sweet, we, or it could be bad. It could be bad. All right, so if anybody's ever You guys watched, have home court advantage here. Yes, what is do. going on? So this is called bean <laughs> This boozle. is not my set. So this is bean boozle, all right? So there's jelly beans in here. There's a good flavor, but also looks just like it could be a bad flavor. So there's a bunch of them. There's cappuccino or liver and onions. Oh. Uh, tutti frutti or stinky socks. Oh, like booger, I think, is one, yes, too. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juicy pear or booger. Uh -huh. So there's a bunch of those on here. If you've never played this, it's super fun. So we're going to do this with you but because I do this for a kid again. So if somebody donates, I'll spin it and eat one. If it's good, it's good. If it's oh, bad, it's bad. Oh, this is really yes. fun. But before, before we do this, a quick story. So my first time doing this with him, uh, someone donated. So I was sitting there, and they were like, hey, I want Eric to eat it. So he was like, all right, it's diff. Like, I've never gotten, what was it, pear? The, the booger pear, and pear? Booger, yeah. pear okay. He's like, I never have gotten pear. I don't even oh, think Oh, no, peach exist. or barf. Peach or barf. I've never gotten peach before. And so I was like, oh, man, all, all right, I'll try it. Peach. Boom, peach. And I'm I like, this barf. is delicious. This is delicious. It's fantastic. Right. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to do it. And yeah, barf. So I got a cool tin that you spin it, and then it tells you which one to choose. Can you help me out with the color? Tutti I got fruity? birthday cake or dirty dish water. All right. Bottom up. Oh, that's dirty dishwater. <laughs> All right, oh do you God. want to spin? Oh my I do. God. No, do you I want to spin. You spin or for me? Peach or barf? I want to spin. Okay. I want to be. Yeah. What are we? What are we thinking? How are we doing over there? It tastes like dirty dishwater. Tastes like dirty dishwater. Well, just swat. You're just like absorbing no, it all. you have to do that. You have to eat it and enjoy it. Embrace it. To, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because there's people who. I am going to drink some water afterwards. <laughs> That is not that a good thing. Oh, I got peach or barf anyway. Maybe okay. it was meant to be. All right, fine. All right. We'll find you one. All right, so we both have to do peach or barf. And I oh. love this game. You're right. Oh, I'm worried gosh. about you. Do you have I'm to take a half day? I'm not sure which one it is. It's still early enough. All right, so this just, might be it. I don't know yet. how my brain knows what Thank dirty you. dishwater would taste like, but that tastes just like. That was it? Yeah. It's I like think, Superman maybe, ice cream. Or maybe it's like when you're, wa when you're no, doing when you're the dishes and you smell it. Yeah. 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 That's what it yeah. Like. Yep. All right, peach or barf. You ready? Ready. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's barf. Oh! <laughs> I, was, I was looking at both their faces waiting for that moment for it to oh, die. Wait! Terrible. It doesn't hit you right away. I couldn't tell at first. Uh-huh. And then it started kind of uh, getting in there. You know what this actually tastes like now that I've done it so over two years, two and a half years now? Is it tastes like bad spaghetti. Oh, yeah, like a yeah. Chef Boyardee yeah. type situation, SpaghettiOs. Wow. Wait, I really wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be that bad. I thought that you guys were being kind of dramatic, no, I'm not going to lie. No. I didn't think it would be this strong. Yeah, I, bad. I, I also have high, hot spicy ones. I want to know oh. how much they pay the tester on those bad ones. Because oh. that poor soul has got to be in the six figures. Because, all right, so today you're going to try barf, booger, and dirty dishwater. Let us know if they taste bon right. Appetit. And then it's like, you know, this. This is off, but it doesn't exactly taste like dirty dishwater. It needs to be dirtier. Whoa. <laughs> Lauren, you've been bean boozled. You've been bean boozled. Yes. How do I get rid of this? This is bad. Good luck. This is going to stick You're lucky with me. you didn't get dog food. That one like sticks with you all day. <laughs> yeah, no, no. 
Wait, wait, wait till like, you know, you're because it, it'll, it'll get into your breath. So like now every time you breathe out, you could still. I still have an interview to do after this. You guys are just sabotaging me. <laughs> Setting her up. You're welcome. You're welcome. On that note, get like those out of here. <laughs> and thank you both for coming on. Thank Spirit. you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. Lauren. That's it. Yay. Wait, you guys, that sucked so that sucked bad. Real bad. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. No. That like, oh. like, no, no. They taste like liver and onions. Ooh, it's I thought that it was gonna be like a game. I thought we were gonna have to like roll dice or something. No. I had no idea.